Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. I'm Emily. And I am Andrew. Whoa, you are so enthusiastic for 9.30 on a Sunday night. Uh, it's because I actually took a late nap, like at 8 p.m., so I could be awake uh, for this. Whoa, that, that's a late <laughs> nap, man. That is, that's playing with fire, dude. The heat was getting to me. It was like, I thought... The heat? The heat. I, what heat? It was a whole 75 today, and I was out of the house, like, most of the afternoon. When was it 75? I don't know. My car was reading, like, 78 at one point, like, after we got out. Oh, like, yeah, that asphalt, I'm out. sure, can get hot and reflective. Rick and I went on a 20-something, 23-mile bike ride today, and I was sweating at the end of it, but never. Like, I also, I also had sun sleeves on, so I was pretty covered, and I... I just definitely did not feel hot. Well, I always feel mm. hot, but that's a different discussion. Uh, that's something to talk about with your doctor, perhaps? <laughs> uh, perhaps, yeah. It's oh. a sign of menopause. Um, Are you going through that change, Andrew? Uh, no, I'm not, actually, uh, because I am a young, independent white male. Yes. White men have no idea, especially the young ones. Nope. Mm-mm. Yep. Yeah. So you you hinted to me that you had some exciting beverages. I do. I am double fisting it flamingo style. And by double fisting it, I mean uh, we were about to start this podcast, and I didn't want to chug the beer I was working on just so I could have a fresh drink to get going, because that would be irresponsible. Would but I didn't want to have to get up partway through the pro through uh, the episode to get another one. So I've got the last dregs of a guava blonde ale. This comes from Ecliptic Brewing Company. This ah. one's called their Flamingo Planet. Nice. It's super refreshing. So you have and, two of those? Well, I've got, that's what I've been working on for like the last yeah. two hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the one I'll be pouring after that is from Schilling. Which I want to say is a woman-owned company. I don't know, but let, I'm actually going to look that up because I, I love feel like Schilling. I remember that being a thing. Schilling Cider House, like there's one in Fremont that we should all go to. Yeah, I've been meaning to go to the one in Fremont because it's supposed to be super cool, and they uh, they're supposed to have a lot of their limited edition stuff that doesn't. hit They stores. have like 20 ciders plus on tab. Cider, something that's growing on me. I've I've never been super into it but craft cider takes it to a different level i love than, uh, cider than the uh generic variety of angry orchard that i'm used to yeah i have a soft spot because angry orchard is a cincinnati company but i really prefer uh, um i like shilling i like seattle cider co though seattle, seattle cider co man yeah. they they have hits and they have like some horrific misses the only one I've tried from them is their Marionberry. Mm, that sounds good. Cider. That, was it good? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different cider company. Shoot. I think I'm thinking of a different <laughs> cider company. I mean, that sounds like something um, they would do. I've had a lot. Oh, no. Seattle Cider Company is the one that comes in like uh, they do like four pint yeah. cans. Yeah, yeah. No, they did uh, like a maple one that I tried a while back that was mm -hmm. really good. And they did a... Uh, like a lime basil. Oh, the lime basil is the best one, I think. That was super refreshing. Yeah. Anyway, so this one from Schilling is the grapefruit and chill. It's their grapefruit nice. flavor. Grapefruit. I've heard. I've heard of that. I might have seen that recently. It's got a giant. It's just flamingo yeah. and palm trees, and 
between the two flamingo drinks and my bright red shorts and my red and blue and pink Hawaiian shirt, I uh, feel like I, I'm doing pretty well. Although I am wearing Birkenstock, not flip flops. Mm, I feel like you need a vacation from your vacation. That, that's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, I just I know how to pretend like I'm retired, mm-hmm. you know. So I am. Um, I had from Seattle Cider Co. I got um once they had at the grocery outlet, which I like to call the gross out, uh, a berry cider. I'm like, oh, I like Seattle Cider Company. I kind of like berry flavors. I'm gonna get it. And um, Tiffany, who we had on the podcast, came over with her 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 gentleman who does who does drink uh Tiffany sober if you haven't listened to that episode please do um and i offer one to him and he accepts and we both crack one open and we're smelling like this smells weird and Tiffany smells it and she's like that smells like a hangover <laughs> that was a great way to describe it it really smelled like 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 you it was a kind of like cough syrup it, it smelled like like vomit yeah, it Ooh. smelled like you vomited up wine is what it smelled like to me. Like red wine. That's not pleasant. No. And when it tasted I, bad I think too. Of like, when I think of drinks that uh, that smell like a hangover, I think um, cheap tequila. Mm. Like good tequila, I'm down with cheap tequila. I immediately like, that smells like college. <laughs> Gross. We had different college experiences. And not not in the good way. No. Nobody thinks you mean the good way, Andrew. (laughs) I had many positive experiences in college and cheap tequila was not. Yeah, but that berry cider is one of the few ciders I've sipped and just dumped down the drain. I'd done it with bottles of wine. Like we talked about the wine club, like I think it was last weekend. Mm -hmm. Last week. And once I got a bottle from them that I'd gotten previously and it tasted good. I open up. I'm like, this smells rancid. And to oh, you're gone like yeah. Scanty. And to the company's credit, they uh, ref- I think they either refunded it or like gave me a credit or sent me another bottle. Like I don't remember which one, but they made it right. But I took like one sip, and I'm like, ah, yeah. just gonna dump this down the drain. Like I don't. Oh, jeez, jeez. Yeah, I've had that happen with beer before. Um, The one notable time it happened to me is I got a case of Newcastle, which is the brown ale that comes in the clear Mm. bottles. And fun fact about clear bottles is they don't protect the liquids inside very well from UV exposure. And it turns out this is a known deal because I called my dad to complain. He's like, oh, yeah, well, that's what you get for buying Newcastle. You got the one off the top of the Uh pot. Yeah, he's like, rookie mistake. Like, thanks, uh, Dad. The uh, things he didn't teach you. Rick and move, Junior. Uh, yeah. So every single bottle in that case was skunked out, and the grocery store refused to replace mm. it. That, it was a grocery store, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, case that's like 20 bucks is cheap junk anyways. I didn't need that. Nasty. Yeah, well, um, yeah. I'm just – I've been working on a glass of red wine for about uh, two hours, so – that's where I'm at in my nice. life. Side note, if you if the, unless it's skunky, like if you try a wine you don't like, throw it in an ice cube tray, freeze it, and save it for like soups or sauces later. That's a good idea. We did that. Or if it's like if you know the wine's been open for more than like three days and you know it's starting to get mm. vinegary, you can do it with that as well. So That's I'll save smart, it actually. It like in, in a roux sauce, like have it with like a steak or whatever. 
Oh, Arusas. That sounds redundant. Why does that sound so? That just feels redundant because of. Well, I'm whatever. not French. Uh, tu n'es pas le français. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, my my now former coworker was French. Unfortunately, he found some other opportunities, and we'll miss him dearly. Uh, he actually popped in the office on Friday. I'm like, "What the heck are you doing here, man?" Uh, he was French. Like, uh, je ne sais pas how to uh, to keep. Yeah, you lost me. Travail. I don't know. I think I I tried to say I don't know how to quit this job but if we have any french listeners can you please tell us how terrible we are thank you i took five uh, years of french that's embarrassing uh i took possibly that many years of spanish mm. and my spanish is mediocre at best most of so the you, spanish <laughs> yeah most of it that i retained is uh, uh from like slang and just like stuff that i would like say with friends Mm-hmm. And not like the whole past tense kind of like all the grammatical stuff. I just no idea. Yeah, I get that. So, um, I have some new things that I would like to talk about. Tell me. I had my first gig as a member of a band since I moved to Seattle last Thursday. It was Ooh. awesome. I was in the house band for uh the the first show of the ladies of country music tributes and i don't know what the official title of the series is called because i'm just a band member i'm not that promoter for once and um i was guitar and it was the dolly parton allison Krauss tribute night and i just man i had the best time like that was so fun it was so cool. great when you play nine to five and everybody in the room like gets up and just like rages <laughs> it's such a good feeling like i i was in the cover band in nashville and I remember seeing people get so stoked when we play a song that they really liked. And like people rag on cover bands. Like, you know, dude, it's fun. It's fun when people like know and love whatever you're playing and they're into oh, yeah. it. Yeah. I am all down with cover bands so long as they don't suck. Yes. We but did not suck. We, bands in general. <laughs> we, sh- we were great. And uh, it was two shows, an early show and a late show. Um, I'm all playing guitar at another one at the end of this month. This is June. I believe it's June. I think it's June 27th. Oh, cool. So uh, at the Royal Room, there's an early show, which is all ages, and a late show, which is 21 and up. I'd love to see That's people when there. the real party begins. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's They had food, and I got some of the food, and it was really good. And they said instead of doing drink tickets, they just put a big uh, tub of Rainier, like 30 Rainier cans. And yeah, all and it, it was mostly singers. Like it was four band members and then a bunch of singers. And all the singers said, I don't I don't want to drink this this carbonated fizzy beer before I go on stage. Like I'm just going to be belching the whole time. And nobody wants to hear that. Well, most of nobody, but. Anyway. I'd, yeah. Well, whoever was on the mic next wouldn't want them belching into it. Let's agree on that. Well, we can also agree that house mics in general smell like Ebola. Oh, jeez, that's not nice. It's true. It never, ever, ever make the mistake of sniffing a house mic anywhere. Andrew, I don't care if Ebola, it's... Ebola killed a lot of people, dude. Yeah. I should say it smelled like barf or something. 
It, does, it smells like it definitely smells like old burps. Let's just say that when Billy Joel says the microphone smells like a beer, he's being very kind. Yes. You know, once Prince fired one of the guitar techs because the guitar tech went outside, smoked some cigarettes, and then came inside and checked all the mics. And when Prince walked up to his mic, all he could smell was cigarette smoke. So he fired that tech. Yikes. Yeah. That's uh, that's actually kind of reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. You don't, yeah. I get it. That, I kind of get irritating. it. Like, yeah. I kind of get it. I don't smoke and I, I get it, man. Like my grandfather smoked. And I just remember him always smelling like cigarettes. And uh, I remember when he died, my mom gave me some of his jackets and she said the black one probably still smells like him, which is to say it smelled like Winston Salem's, the cigarettes that he smoked. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you, did you see that article? Uh, the, the news headline about the singer from the who was yelling at uh, someone in the crowd for token up. Do you not know the name of the singer from The Who? You don't know his name? You don't know the name? You don't know. Just chime in when you get it. Roger. Daltree? You don't know? Really? Really? How young are you? Stop it. I'm barely older than you, and I know who Roger Daltrey is. And that's fine, but Keith Moon is also one of my favorite drummers of all time. So you've got to give me some credit there. That was the member that I always cared about. That's the guy who, like, he, blew everything he, up. No, he died. <laughs> he was, too, he was I know. literally, he so was did literally, John Bottom. Yes, yes. But Keith Moon Drummers have a bad habit of doing drummer type things. Well, once he was so screwed up on like horse tranquilizers I took before a show or something like that, and he passed out mid-set, and they pulled some kid from the audience on, and they had to pull some kid out of the audience to finish the set for him. Yeah. Like, I'm not that's, saying not, someone, that that's not saying. someone to idolize. I'm saying, that, but I'm not saying I'm idolizing the behavior. I'm. What I'm saying is... The play style was just groundbreaking. Like, right. who doesn't have a hi hat? A total. Who didn't have a hi hat? Like, what the heck? How did what? How did he rock? Like, no hi hat? Are you kidding me? So. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna give him that. I'll, I'll be honest. But I hear he was uh, quite kind to groupies, and the groupies really liked him. That he was fun. That's what I've heard. That's my impression of Keith Moon is that he was very fun <laughs> off stage. The story that I remember when I was learning how to play drums is that he put goldfish, like he like filled up his drums with water and then put goldfish inside the drums. I don't like that. And I just remember thinking that was somehow the most screwed up and yet most rock and roll thing ever. I think the ASPCA would disagree with like him doing that like adamantly. I I agree with that statement, but you got to remember middle school me was just like, whoa, what? You put goldfish in a drum, so that that's how I learned how to play drums. Oh, Keith so. Moon. Okay. Grover rolls Royce into a pool. Oh mm. God, I just want to be that stupid rich. That's all I want in life. <laughs> Pay me. I don't. Yeah, um, yeah, and also I have a gig on Wednesday with my friend Stephanie Ann Johnson at Tim's Tavern in North Seattle, and uh, if you listeners would like to come out, that'd be super cool. You should do it. 
You should do it. You should do it. It's just only like cancel, cancel all your plans and just go. I think it's like a five dollar suggested donation. It doesn't matter that it's your anniversary. Just go. Whose anniversary? I don't know, but whoever's listening. Andrew, is that your anniversary? It's not. No, okay. It's in January. <laughs> yes. Uh, dope. Anything new with you, Andrew? Um, not a whole lot on the gear side of things because I'm gearing up to move. Ah, but I'm chick. Yeah, just the annual Seattle migration of swapping around different places because of the rising cost of rent. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. So that that is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not bothered, and I'm looking forward to a change of pace. So well, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, dear listener, Andrew doesn't want to brag, but he's also cooking up something really fun in our Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that, uh, hop in the Facebook group. There's kind of something fun going o- going around. Nudge, nudge. Hint, hit. I, I definitely don't like to brag. I am the most humble. Believe me. You're the... <laughs> no one is more humble no than No one. No one is humbler than Sir Mr. Andrew, Andrew Renard. Sir Mr. Doctor. Thank you. Reverend. Fun. Not yet. Working on that. <laughs> fun fact. I am... <laughs> Oh, the internet can do wonderful things. If I wasn't drinking a flamingo drink that I actually enjoyed, I would have just spit that out. What? I am ordained on the internet. More power to you. United Life Church. I can uh, do weddings. So can it. Probably done more weddings than I have. So can a notary public, actually, which is a better skill to have. Yes. 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 Uh, I just, I'm not going to argue with you on that. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Oh. It's not worth it. It's, my husband has learned it's not really worth arguing with me. We're just, we're going to leave the arguing for later. Yeah. We'll argue about inconsequential things. Yeah. And consequential things later this episode. Probably. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll have some disagreements. You and it's I. Possible. Yeah. So, dear listener. Hopefully they're respectful. Please expect some, some disagreements. <laughs> there might be yelling. There might be cursing. Disclaimer. I'm not Continue sure if you agree. to this at your own risk. <laughs> I'm not sure Andrew and I agree on the topic that we're about to discuss. But we do. Oh, we'll get into it. But what we do agree with is that the Mount Hood is a great pedal. It's a triangle fuzz. It's a triangle fuzz. With a three-band EQ and a presence knob on one side and a germanium boost on the other. It's by Spruce Effects. It's really sweet. Uh, get one at the Spruce Effects website. Do it. And if you think about it, man, like a triangle muff with a three-band EQ, that's like the most Illuminati thing ever, man. Like like threes everywhere. Oh, dude, you're right. Look out for the threes. It's a mountain. You know what mountains are shaped like? Triangles. Triangles. Yes. They are. Oh my gosh. You know you know how many people helped build this thing? A lot. Actually four, because Spruce is a two person operation. I think he, he I think that uh the, the real John Snyder from uh, Ele- oh shoot, Electro Audio ex- Electronic Audio Experiments also looked at it. 
Okay, so then we're up to five. Yeah, and I have. I think everybody has a lot of respect for the John Snyder from Electronic Audio Experiments. Well, sorry, folks. Illuminati not confirmed. We can move on with our days. Sorry about that. I mean, it's a lot. It's still a lot of white dudes involved, so the odds are high. Er. How do you know so much about the Illuminati? What? Hmm? Oh. Oh boy, here we go. Whew. Okay, let's change the subject to something less controversial. Classic. <laughs> um, What's that? Happy Pride Month to everyone who is celebrating Pride this month. I don't know, like, I've, that's really inclusive. That is a very wide band of people, and I love it. LGBTQ+, we love you. I love you. I hope that you have a wonderful month celebrating Pride. Indeed. Indeed. You know, uh, did you know that Pride uh, started um, with a police riot? Uh, Stonewall, right? Stonewall, yeah. 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 So I do know about that, yeah. So, like, Pride isn't some arbitrary thing. It really it's not has... Like we just assigned it at random... No, I think it's it might be the fiftieth anniversary. It's some I think it might be some big anniversary, but it's been almost fifty years at least since since that. Um, and so that's that's that makes it really important for members of that community. Um, so I just think it's really important for all of us as people who want to be allies to you know listen and encourage. And let our friends know that like we see them and we love them and we just want them to be happy and be included and have the same rights as everybody else. And just like I, I'm constantly sad by and uh, sad's not the right word. I'm infuriated by by some of the states of things in the world. I'm infuriated that you know people who are transgender are more likely to be victims of violent crime. Uh, be homeless. Um, people who love someone of the the same sex or gender as them uh, are can be denied basic rights. Like doctors in some states can deny having them as patients or having their children as patients because of their orientation. And I just think that anything. I think that I don't want to say anything. I think that um, something that allies and brands can do is just raise awareness, normalize this normal thing, and just spread love and protect our friends and our community members as much as we can. That was a bit of a tangent. I have strong that was feelings. quite this statement. Yes. Was that okay? Is it okay that I made such a statement? I mean, I'm not terribly opposed, no. Okay, good. I mean, I don't really care what you think about that that's how i feel and oh that's really cool yes and uh so yeah the topic this month is kind of um about pride and the lgbtq community and how specifically how brands are handling it have handled it good ways to handle it bad ways to handle it from our for the record very limited cis het uh, perspectives can you explain what that means for yes those of us who aren't terribly familiar with yeah. all of the terms and, totally, the acronyms totally. and the abbreviations i'll start with the easier part uh the het part stands for heterosexual 
I'm a woman. That's me. That's me. I am a woman who uh, is attracted to men. And you are a man who's attracted to women, is my understanding of you. correct. And I forget what CIS stands for, my apologies, but basically it means I was born, the doctor said I was a girl, inside I am a, I am a girl. I assume Indeed. the same for you. But, that um, is cisgendered. Yeah, and that is the opposite of transgendered, which some people find uh, controversial. I guess people do. People do, but this is this is that yeah. is a true statement. Yeah, but I mean, I just want people to be who they are, and I can't imagine it's I I can't, I don't know if there are a lot of ways that people can understand what's that le- what that's like to be like closeted yeah, and um. Because I've never been through that experience, and uh, I think that's just a part of it. If this is something that you're comfortable chatting about, feel free to hit up Andrew and I. We'd love to talk about your experiences. Uh, Also in the group, I want to keep that a safe place for everybody. Yeah, hate's not super cool. I'm not a fan of that. And on that note, real quick, if, if you don't mind me taking a quick tangent to talk uh, since I tend to be more of the ambassador to our Christianity side of our listenership. Go for it. Alrighty, just real quick. Um, let's see here. For the, the folks who are listening to this who don't theologically agree with certain lifestyles, I think we can all agree, regardless of where you fit on that theological bent of things, that it's pretty uncool to treat people differently. And to treat people like unfairly and all this, that and unlovingly. And I mean, the whole like treating people with love is the very basis of Christianity. And so, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to put up with anyone in the group or any of the responses who uh, are who are acting in an unloving, unkind manner. I'm all for having a discussion, but yeah, I don't put up with that. And yeah, I, I, I'm if we're in a context of talking about Christianity and theology sure let's talk about it in a respectful manner but that's a very different conversation than what we're about to have which is a conversation outside of that realm and just a general culture the world we live in this is the way things are and i i'm kind of pretty solid on like christianity is its own thing but i don't feel like we need to make being gay or lgbtqia like illegal or prosecuting that on illegals like that's just totally uncool so i i really if that's how you feel personally like that's fine we can talk about it but we're talking about this in the very rational sense of everyone gets to be treated equally and that's mm-hmm. that's not a de- debate yeah so. and i think part of being treated equally is to just feel seen and appreciated yeah i and, uh, 100%. And so. I think that's a big reason a lot of brands um, do special things for pride. What you, you're, you're saying that they're not taking gross advantage of pride month in order to make a profit. Honestly, sometimes they are. That's like, I think that's, I think it's very possible to have that kind of opinion on the matter, um, especially for things like, alcohol brands um i think that you could perceive that 
as taking advantage of a community that's stereotypically likes to party and have a good time and alcohol is a big part of that but you and it was at this moment in the podcast where the listener realized houston we have a problem (laughs) yeah i mean i i think that um alcohol abuse is a problem in a lot of communities um from you know rural conservative christian communities uh where i came from there was definitely a lot of alcoholism there. I think that when you have a community that so revolves around, at least seemingly on the outside, um, consumption of alcohol and going to nightclubs and going to clubs and going to parties. There are so many jokes about Baptists and uh, and alcohol because Baptists uh, in general, like it's that denomination is like not super cool with drinking. Oh, they all just go to the next the, t- the liquor store in the next town over. <laughs> like they yeah, all, exactly. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, there's just so many jokes about that, and it, it's kind of funny because it's true, and it's unfortunately true because that, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, it's true. And uh, then there's the jokes about the uh, the reform folks liking their IPAs um, and having beards and all of that, mm-hmm. which I have a beard and I like IPA, and I am not super reformed. So, <laughs> <laughs> suck it, Calvin. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, I think that. That's a fine line between, you know, like paying homage to one of your customer bases and just just being, I don't want to say predatory. If I said predatory before, I, I didn't mean that. Um, it, it can be so to share your opinion. You're just laying it all out. I there. know. What do you think? I'll ask you <laughs> well, before I share what I think, because honestly, the way I think is largely informed formed by others around me who have a different experience than I do with that realm of things. And uh, because I don't really have any issues with people targeting me for ads during this month. So um, to, I guess I'll just start sharing kind of a couple of things I've seen from some of my friends uh, who identify as LGBTQI plus uh, and something I saw, a good friend of mine, Spencer, actually lives in Seattle. They were posting about how it's just 100% across the board. And Spencer, I apologize if I'm completely misrepresenting what what you said. Um, th- they were saying that across the board, like it's not okay to sell branded stuff for Pride Month. Uh, and that we can use our social media marketing platforms to bring that up and to talk about and to raise awareness. But then trying to capitalize on it is just... Of just capitalism doing its thing, mm-hmm. it's kind of uncool and it's taking gross advantage. Yeah. And, um, I think it's so like on a case by case basis. Like, I used to do a lot, I, I guess, selling branded things is almost different than like when I was at Artist Home and the Supreme Court came through with you know legalizing gay marriage, we changed our profile picture to you know have the rainbow in it. And on, on one of our – on Twitter, I don't think we ever changed it back just because that was – that's such a big part of the community that we had been, you know, developing and so many of um, our performers that we've been working with and our friends were affected by that decision. But, yeah, we didn't sell anything branded. Uh, that is – that is kind of – Well, okay, so – well, I'm just going to – I'm going to continue on my uh, sorry, sorry, a little keep bit going. here as it, as it develops in 
Uh, I guess I, I want to caveat that with I'm always hesitant to draw wide sweeping. It is never statements. It is always statements. Uh, as uh, oh, uh, as the great canon of Star Wars has taught us, uh, only Sith deal in absolutes, which itself is an absolute statement. Really makes you wonder <laughs> what was going on there. But <laughs> uh, only oh. Sith deal in absolutes, and I'm not a Sith, so I. I I'm very hesitant to draw, uh, to to brush broad brush strokes with that, but I, I definitely understand the sentiment. And I, I I understand that historically speaking, this is a group of folks that have been grossly taken advantage of, that have been treated like a minority for in a variety of different ways. I don't think is completely necessary to get into on this episode because that's just a whole conversation for another time. That, I mean, that's a centuries, millennia old history lesson on the um, discrimination against this people group. And so that, that's just a mm-hmm. whole different topic. But um, I think within the gear community, and this is where we start getting into gear podcasts is remember last year, I remember a handful of companies were putting out. Um, I remember seeing a lot of stuff in social media. And I don't remember if there's a whole lot that was being sold. That was like branded, uh, like, Rainbow brand is such the only thing that comes to mind was um, good gravy. I'm going to, I really should know this, but I can't remember if it's trans awareness day or if it's trans awareness week. I remember sometime last summer, Earthquaker devices was posting stuff on their social media of um, pedal doodles, their little cat and the, the trans flag. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and I, That's and a I nice don't remember do if it. they were, I don't I, Well, that was just their pedal doodle. I don't know if that was just kind of, what they typically would do with pedal doodles where it gets mixed in is kind of like an Easter egg. Did you get one or did you not? Mm-hmm. Uh, or if that was a specific fundraiser, um, they were, I can't remember if they're auctioning off um, to donate proceeds or I honestly don't remember what the story was. I don't ever remember thinking that that was them taking gross advantage of anyone. And so, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, if you put your money where your mouth is, it makes a, an enormous difference in the perception of it. Right. Right. So I, I guess what I, I'm to bring it from a case by case basis, I think it would be a fair thing to say that if AI, if you're donating a portion, if not all of the proceeds from a sale to a charity, for instance, to help uh, with that cause, I think that could be a way to not to bring awareness mm-hmm. and to sell things and not be taking gross advantage of like, this is just a marketing stuff for me to make more yeah. money. And I mean, um, it, and that's yeah. what people have accused larger brands of over the last few months with a couple of different topics. Like the brand that I can think of um, in the mainstream would be G- um, Gillette. They did their oh, uh, that was well done. toxic masculinity thing. Oh, and they also I thought that was they also did the the transgender teen uh her, his dad showing him how to shave for the first time. I don't remember seeing that's that, that's very that's recent and it was very beautiful. I thought, um, but and people got but, mad I mean, about yeah, it, they, of they, course. Well, yeah, I mean, people got mad about that. People got about mad about Nike, and they started lighting their shoes on fire while still wearing their Nikes. And I don't Dope. Know. Yeah, let them uh, do that. If you want to light the shoes that you're wearing on fire because you hate gay people, do that. Uh, I, I will. I, I support that dumbness. But I mean, the, the the argument is like, well, they're just doing that to try and drive uh, a customer base, and I. That's just a. I don't want to get into the meta of mm-hmm. the the nonsense of what that is. Cause I don't know. I just, I, I don't 
work in those companies. I don't understand what was going on in the back rooms. I just no. I don't want to touch. That's playing with fire. I'm not going to go there. I mean, you can look that, at that's it. That's the accusation yeah. that's thrown around, and I don't. I would hate to see that kind of accusation get thrown around in the gear community. Um, I mean, it's, so I it just, certainly would. This is why we're yeah. having this conversation. I mean, it depends on the brand. Bigger brands, maybe. Smaller brands, probably not. Um, I think that selling things for profit without donating a portion, if not all the proceeds to organizations that help people in that community, that's bad. That's just, that's not okay. I'm not cool with that. Nobody should be cool with that. You can't do something specifically designed to, to get somebody's money because you know that they care about this group of people and then keep it all for yourself. Like that is crap. I mean, we'll play, let's play devil's advocate here for a second. Mm. And white men love (laughs) playing devil's advocate. (laughs) I know. I know. And I am not the devil contrary to popular belief. And so I'm not saying that this is what I'm thinking. I just, for the sake of playing it out in a thought experiment sort of way, uh, what if we think about it in terms of the the social media awareness itself and the, the spreading awareness itself brings value to that as an ally? So in a completely kind-hearted, we're assuming the best out of this company and that they're not in this for the money sense, or at least not in a greedy sense, more of it that we just have a business to run kind of sense. Yeah. I mean, you look, I think a good example of that in ways, in a way is electro food pedals. They have like on their about page basically says like, if you're homophobic, don't buy our pedals. Like, I think that's, that's a way to show allyship and like, again, put your money where your mouth is without necessarily having to donate money specifically. But like, and that's something I can totally get down with, one hundred percent. But I mean, if Boss if Boss released like a rainbow pedal or a blue white blue pedal, and sold it during this month, and made it clear that it was an homage to LGBTQ plus, uh, and then kept all of that money, I mean, that's that's weird and cold. Like, if it's a bigger company doing it, that's weird, cold, bad. Smaller companies, I don't see selling. I don't. I don't see them like trying to monopolize on money. Well, on, like, yeah, like they're that. certainly not going to monopolize on it. I, I'm just thinking not in monopolize terms of, like, like monetize a, it. I'm sorry, it's late. I, I didn't even realize that's the word you said. I knew what you meant, and I didn't even realize that's the word you said. Uh, so, but the flip side is like bigger companies have more of a social, have more of a marketing draw on mm-hmm. that in the sense of just providing that positive message. And so yeah. if we think about it in terms of value, does that change anything or does that still just, does that just stink of, of capitalism? I don't know. And I think, and it's not gear related, but I think the Gillette ad is a great example. I don't know if they're giving portions of proceeds to other people. I think they're probably still charging women more for their razors, despite the toxic masculinity stuff. Like, Right, right. So, uh, so here's a question that I can't possibly answer on this podcast, and I want to hear answers from this in the group thread. Uh, at what point? Because uh, Pride Month isn't something new. I mean, th- this has been a thing with social media for the last handful of years. At what point, or what are things that brands do that, um, for those of you who identify as LGBTQI uh, plus, I mean, 
what point does it feel pandering? At what point does it feel inauthentic or just unnecessary or unwanted, uncalled for? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have an answer for that because I'm, I'm not, I just, I don't, I can't possibly have an answer for that. That, I don't have that experience. You and I can't possibly have that answer. Um, And every person who is LGBTQ plus has a different opinion on it. I'm sure. I mean, there's not like, you can't have like consensus opinions with such a broad group of people. Right. Right. And so that's why the individual experiences are, I think what you're saying that we want to hear. Right. And I'd love to hear that. And uh, I I, want to hear that perspective. I think that's incredibly valuable perspective. Um, So, and as a side note, for anyone who's an ally, uh, acknowledging your blind spots is one of the most important things you can do. Yeah, I I would agree with that. that Even not even, even if you don't realize that, that it is a blind or that you have certain blind spots, just being aware that you might have them and just being very open and being listening to other people is one of the most valuable thing we can yeah. do as a general thing. And as somebody who has experiences with, that you lack tells you you're wrong, you need to listen to them. I think that's fairly, and uh, there I go. I'm making broad brush stroke statements. I might as well be a cis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I mean, the cis had the best makeup. Let's be real. Uh, Darth Maul was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And they, Oh gosh. I don't, I'm not going to start. They built up this big bad guy just to like, whatever. I just, I don't want to. Yeah, but they brought him back in Clone Wars and Rebels and it was awesome. Okay. That, that did not end in episode one. But it did for people who are the biggest dorks in the the, world. It's so worth it. I, I, you know, here, here, here's something that completely unnecessarily related to this episode. If you have watched all of the like main episodes of star Wars and you find that like particularly the prequels are just kind of lacking and cheesy. I dare you triple dog dare you to watch clone wars mm-hmm. and deal with the cheesiness. That is the first couple of seasons until it starts to pick up. Yeah. And I think you'll really uh, get, get an appreciation for what Dave Filoni did mm-hmm. uh, with that series yeah. and the, the building of the entire extended universe and how it all builds in together just so good yes um, and uh i want to make another note uh for people who want to be allies just to pull it back into the yeah, topic yeah, yeah. um i think that i i always talk about putting your money where your mouth is um so do it like just do it spend money on people who build things who are lgbtq if you have a little, are we illegally allowed to say just do it? Is that an infringement? <laughs> you can't own that phrase. You can't own that. You can't own the night. No one does. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Free sticker to whoever messages me and tells me where you don't own that. They don't own the night. No one does. Anyone who can tell me where that's from gets a free sticker. Uh you don't know what yeah, it's from. I, I would say the same thing about the uh, the the don't let your dreams be dreams thing. But if you don't know where that is, I just I just I feel sad. That just brings me sadness to know that someone on this planet might not know where uh, that phrase isn't would be from. Is it from a poster in a guidance counselor's office? It, it's not. No, <laughs> it's it's even better than that. Okay, I'll Google it later. Um. But yes, there are plenty of builders out there who 
would love your support, I'm sure, because they're great builders, not because they fit into a weird box of things you want to check off of your I want to feel good about myself list, but just like explore the diverse community that we are kind of lucky to have becoming more diverse every day. This group of people who build guitars, pedals, pedal boards, all manner of awesome things. Um, and you just like, I just love it's It's my favorite way to spend my money. I'm just a fan of people being cool people and to get on a slightly preachy note, can I get slightly preachy here for a second? I don't do it often. Can I, can I cash in like, yeah, cash it in, cash it in this previously untalked about expectation that I get to be preachy every once in a while uh, is that if, if you're a Christian and you believe that everyone is made in the image of God, then gosh, darn it. Act like it. (laughs) Like everybody is and so we're all beautiful we're all human like that's what i think a lot of people miss is that we are all human and i i I think there's something really incredibly beautiful about that i really like celebrating the diversity of the human population and what everybody brings to the table and i just i freaking love that so you're one of them hippie christian boys aren't you it's starting to come out of me i I wasn't always but it's i'm I'm getting there yeah i like that Um, i'm into it i'm not religious but when I do meet religious people, I prefer they be basically hippies. <laughs> so yes. I'll get off my soapbox. I just, I needed to get that out there. Oh. Cause that's something that really bothers me the way that this whole, every, this whole topic conversation, I don't even like saying how this whole topic is handled. It's how these people are handled. Cause these are people, mm-hmm. people don't treat it like that. And it yeah. really irritates Das Hecken out of me. Das Hecken. So yes. Das Hecken. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was our first episode of, Pride Month, possibly our only Pride-related episode of Pride Month, as I think we're gonna have, we're hopefully gonna have a two-parter starting next week. Yeah, I'm really looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. Um, a little bit of housekeeping here. I I don't know if we should do it or not, but before we make a final decision, I do want to hear from folks in the Facebook group. Uh, join the Facebook group for multiple reasons. One, join the Facebook group to give us feedback on whether or not we should do some branded merch for Pride Month with the explicit intent of giving away all the proceeds, to, all the proceeds. Yes, very. But I don't want to say that we're going to do that. I want to hear from folks and I don't want to trip over myself here and uh, assume that that's going to be super chill. So I want to hear from folks. Tell us if you think we should do that or not. And yes. uh, that 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 would not be for uh, any sort of financial gain on our end. No, it would be totally donating it to people who need that money in our immediate community. Also join the Facebook group and uh, just, if you don't see it in, uh, oh, you know, I'm just going to pin the post. That would just make things a lot easier. I'm going to pin a post. If you join the Facebook group, you're going to see what I'm talking about. It's a very cool things that you're going to want to be a part of that will cost you about, very little. Mm-hmm. The cost of shipping. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes. Cost of shipping. Cost of shipping. And uh, yeah. And and so I and, and we promise it's not you sending us stuff. It's not a pyramid scheme situation. <laughs> you send us your favorite pedal, and we'll do a review for it. That's guaranteed to come out in the next seven years. Seven years, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> all 
it's gonna be your favorite m- most valuable pedal of all time yes 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 and you won't get anything back ever it's ours now <laughs> <laughs> no, it's purely to support the podcast. No, you see, and then you recruit other people to send us pedals, and then we'll send you one of their pedals, and that's how Pyramid Scheme works. So then they have to recruit more people, or they never get a pedal. Yes. I didn't. I think the Supreme Court just did um, had a deal with uh, with a MLM company actually that for uh, cited that the MLM company has to uh, all of its salespeople have to be hired on as employees, and all they have to be paid. Uh, compensated for their time. Remind people what MLM means. MLM is multi-level marketing. And the most famous example uh, is There's many famous examples. Uh, I'm think I'm thinking of like Mary Kay, Mary Kay. and Avon. Mary Kay. Yeah, uh, and Avon. And then those stupid stupid leggings. Yeah, yeah, it's not Lululemon. No, 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 that's no, no. Chain. I forget um, what they they are just crap leggings and then you have to buy like a bunch of ugly ones. To get the ones that people actually want to buy. Oh, and the, that 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 protein. Lularoe. Yeah. Melissa is actually sitting in the room. Yeah. Um, and the shaker one. Ask so- her about the nutrition shake one. My cousin's wife did that one for a minute. Everyone thought she was just which put- one? The the like the the nutrition shakes. Oh, the nu- uh, Advocare. Maybe. But she was my cousin's wife, and she was just posting about her weight loss and everyone's like oh yeah good for you like we're so proud of you you know you're so hard and then all of a sudden she starts like selling people shakes and the engagement on her post dropped off a cliff (laughs) everyone's like oh oh no thank you there it is yeah um anyways so multi-level marketing is just the whole where you buy stuff and you get to keep a chunk of your commission and you hold parties Uh, pampered chef is one that i'm familiar with because my mom did a lot of Pampered Chef stuff growing up. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm i going to stop myself at saying whether or not it's good or bad and whether or not you should or should not. But, you, but like, because that's, cause I think that's something a Sith would do. Well, I'm just saying, but, like, uh, the, the bulk of people who buy, like, do like Mary Kay. I think the average Mary Kay seller uh, nets 200 bucks a year. But most of the women who do that, is my understanding, is they want to get the discounts for themselves selves and their friends who use it and also i love mary Kay products so i've never sold any of that i've i've not, I haven't really been a part you of you didn't that, sell knives door to door what kind of job did you have in high school other than working uh, at a china shop uh no in high school i uh, bagged groceries for tips only oh is it college you worked in the china shop college was the the china shop it was the china and um, boutique clothing and antique furniture. Mm. So I got to tell a lot of middle-aged middle-aged women. Uh, I, I got asked the question, "Does this make me look fat?" And I had to honestly answer it. And honestly, that wasn't like that wasn't that weird when we just all like, "No, that's not like that doesn't work for you." But maybe we try this. And if you just it's just a matter of fact, let's find something that works for yeah. you. And it's not a body shaming thing, like. I was amazed at how quickly that was no longer awkward for me. Mm, yeah. I'm sure they um, appreciated it in their own way. Yeah. I, it's like if you treat someone like they're human. Um, like, dude, I was trying on clothes okay. the other day and I, I think like these jumpsuits and overalls were just too short for my torso. And the woman kept saying, it looks great. I'm like, it does not. And you know, I know exactly what you're looking at. And I think we can both agree this is not working for my body. <laughs> Yeah. So speaking of things, uh, honesty, yeah, Ashi's great. 
Honesty is a good thing. Um, yeah. No, I've had some weird jobs. Well, my other high school job was working at a DVD rental oh, shop. That sounds awful. It was actually uh, my first guitar store shop. Oh, that's because they the had one. like a little corner. Of, yeah. They had a corner for guitars in the back, and they moved me a few months into being at the front counter to the back. Oh, nice. And I, but because I wasn't old enough, the only thing they could ask me to do maintenance wise was restring guitars. They left the rest of the hard work for everybody else. Well, I'm sure you're great. I'm sure you're great at restringing guitars. I I I wasn't when I was working there, but I got better over time, and I sold a lot of guitars. But um, so. honestly, I, I'm going to be just. I know we haven't talked about cats this episode, so really quickly, I'm going to talk about cats. Yeah, my cat just went to the bathroom, it. and it smells really bad where I am. So I would like to end this episode as quickly as possible. Uh oh. I, we weren't going to get to the other half hour of content that we have. Uh, no, because, oh man, I, Carrie, like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to like a... change her treats. Cause wow, that's not great. Treat yourself. Uh, oh no, no, no. Maybe let's not do that again. Oh Lord. This is bad. I don't like this. I would like to leave now. Thanks for listening. This has Me. been the get offset podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This has been the Get Off Set Podcasts. Podcasts. Um, Poop cats. <laughs> Poop cats. Oh yeah. gosh. Can we stop now? And it was at this moment where Emily realized Andrew is stalling for what? as long as possible. Why are you doing this to me? I've been messaging you for 20 minutes about how bad it smells where I am. Have you? Is it been a fl- you didn't even respond to my last message. I sent you a gif for the don't let you dreams be dreams. Shia LaBeouf. Shia La Poop, my cat took a dump. And it's also bad. <laughs> oh. oh God, can we stop? All right, well, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's again. Fine. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. Bye. I'm so sorry, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.